What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 49 of More Wrestling's podcast. Fresh off of placing third at Super 32 and announcing his commitment to University of Michigan yesterday, we've got Cam Catcherbone. Uh, how's it going today, Cam? Uh, doing pretty good. How are you? Not too bad. Um, let's run back this kind of this whole year, I guess, the 2021 year anyways. Um, and I'm sure I've missed a few tournaments during the, uh, you know, whether they're uh, dual meet tournaments or whatever. But, uh, you know, let's just look up, look back on the timeline. Uh, back in March, you finished third at the Journeyman New York State Championships that Frank Papalizio held on down there in Pennsylvania. You, I think you lost to Steve-O in the semis, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So later that month, you uh, go down to Virginia Beach. You win an NHSEA freshman national title. During COVID, what was training like? Obviously, we didn't get a regular season here up in New York. Um, it was it was really weird. I mean, it was just hard to hard to stay motivated. I guess. I mean, it's there's like time margins where I where I started to started to turn it on. Like I'd say in 2020, from uh, from when states ended my eighth grade year to even up until like January, I really didn't do anything. I didn't care about wrestling like I, I just wasn't it just wasn't really um you know I was just uh, wrestling season wasn't a thing I just wasn't didn't feel like I had anything to be motivated for and um and then uh once it uh came around in like the beginning of the year in 2021 um things started to click I I started to I started training with Kellen Devlin and um obviously with my dad and um started to to work for um uh, the, the journeyman States and, um, that tournament didn't go, uh, I didn't, uh, the, the goal didn't get go as planned, but, um, I, I think it's, um, uh, it's in the making, you know, I, for, we came a long way since last year, even from the beginning of the year. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, let's rewind it back. I mean, this whole COVID thing, it's hard to, I mean, we're almost two years into COVID. Um, you know, obviously in the March time will really be two years, but well, yeah, let's take it back to your eighth grade year. You, you know, you were a, a state place finisher, your eighth grade season. I believe you were call qualifier, your seventh grade season. Um, you know, right after COVID, you kind of explained it, but like you, we weren't able to go to the NHSCAs. I guess you would have been in the middle school bracket at that point anyways. But like, did when was the next time you wrestled since probably February since uh, the States? Um, I, I was wrestling a little bit, like every now and again, you know, uh, Kellen Devlin, was is running a club kd6 i mean i would go and and wrestle there probably once or well, probably twice a week he, he would come over and we'd wrestle with cat and zaro and it was just I, there was no motivation behind it. it was just like wrestling as i had to you know like i there was no um there's no fire behind it so it was just like like drag just wrestling because i had to you know just just yeah. um yeah, that's rough. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I know several people I've had on the the podcast, whether it's Max Gallagher or, um, you know, the, the other guys that I've had on Zach Ryder. I mean, they kind of said the same thing. Um, you didn't, you don't really have a, a goal in sight. I mean, even outside the wrestling world, you're looking at COVID and then the lockdown and you, you can't leave your house and people are finding different ways to train. Um, obviously you, you found a, a pretty decent way as well with uh, Kellen out there. Let's fast forward from this past March into July, uh, July, we travel out to Fargo. You go five and two out in Fargo in the 16 U freestyle. I think you were one match away from making it to the blood round, but I've overheard on the, the car ride out. You hadn't wrestled much freestyle leading up to that point. Is that true? 
oh yes I've, I've never even done a freestyle tournament I was just looking to compete like before, right after so my real uh I guess uh season was just a 19-day season from the beginning of June to I think June 18th or 19th and um I was just ready to just coast for the summer a little bit just keep training and um I, I see people are posting about like they're getting ready for Fargo this and that I swear 16 days before the tournament I, I asked my dad I'm like well, so what do you have to do to get into Fargo? And then I, I realized you got to, you're supposed to go to these tournaments or whatnot. And my dad said, um, he'll, um, he'll, he'll find a way to get me in. And we, uh, we talked to coach Harrington and we found a way to get on the, the New York team. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I, I learned, I, I know the rules to an extent, like, I, I, I don't think I really, I didn't leg lace one person. I, I think I maybe hit one gut wrench. I, I just, I was pinning people with bar arms. I, I didn't have a lot of, a lot of uh, like freestyle, freestyle experience, obviously. And I, I was training at the, at the RTC at, um at, uh, at Buffalo and they aren't wrestling freestyle. They're all wrestling folk style. And I, I mean, I'm learning some stuff, but just nothing, not enough. So I can just hit a like, like just right off the bat, like in a, in a live match, you know, it's a lot different. So uh, yeah, the, I, I wish I had more experience going into that, but it is what it is. And, and yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, you obviously wrestled really well. I mean, we had a few All-Americans in the uh, 16U, but I mean, obviously, if you probably had a year under your belt, I, you know, I would expect you to All-American as well. I got to ask, though, are we going to see the cornrows coming back anytime soon? Oh, I, I don't think so. I think, <laughs> think those are, uh, are, are a part of my past. You look like a savage with those anyways. Yeah, let's move on to uh, from July. We go into August. Um, you travel up to the Clayton, New York. I watched uh, the Cobra. You guys in Cobra win the Thousand Island Duels. You know, you kind of already mentioned that you wrestle with uh, under Coach uh, Kellen Devlin, but um, you know, you got McGregor there as well. You know, what, what's it like wrestling out in Section Six? You know, you obviously have a few practice partners. You already mentioned Cantazaro. Um, Luchinski's out there, right? I mean, what's it like oh, wrestling yeah. out in Section Six? Uh, section six, uh, if we're being honest, it's not, it's not the best section. I don't have a lot of training partners like around my, around my weight. I, I never really did other than Andy and Gage LaPlante. And, and, um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure there's more, I'm just can't, can't even think right now, but, um, yeah, obviously Catanzaro. And I just, I, I usually just train with my coaches. I wrestle with my coaches. You know, if I, if I can scrap with, with my coaches, I can, I can sure scrap with, with the, the best wrestler, the best high school wrestler. So, I mean, that's how I see it. Um, I don't, I don't such six. I mean, it's just hard to, you know, it's a lot different than even when I was in eighth grade, we're already two years past that. We didn't even get a real season. So like, it's hard to even tell, like there's, there's some, like there's a, there's a, a couple of good guys who, who can compete at the state level at each weight, I'd say. But um, other than that, I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't. Need yeah, to. I mean, you guys out in Section Six always have some sleeper hammers that just come out of nowhere and come to the state tournament, especially over on the small school side. That just uh, that they kind of light shit up, and um, you're like, "Where's this guy been?" Because I mean, like you said, I mean, some of you guys don't travel necessarily travel too far west. I mean, obviously, you, you go to tournaments in Section Six, but and if in Section Five for that matter, but uh, you know, you don't make it too far east across the state. Yeah, I mean, th this year coming up, hopefully we have a regular season and, and we can see more of you guys. And obviously it helps, you know, grow the sport as well. But, you know, um, let's let's kind of talk about the last month and like literally in the last month. So a month ago from today, 
Um, you guys go down to the Journeyman uh, Fall Classic. You know, you kind of rolled through the overflow tournament. We kind of won't go into why you weren't in the A bracket, but, I mean, man, looking at that bracket now after Super 32, uh, Coy Biskins, um, he took that Super 32, and he finished third at Journeyman, losing to second. Soriano. Yeah, I, I think he, got, he was second in my bracket at Super 32. Yeah, he, no, he took second at Super 32. He took third at Journeyman. Yes. Yeah, that's it's crazy to kind of think about that. I mean, obviously – it would have been nice to see you in that main bracket. And, you know, Zach and I kind of poked fun on Twitter about that. But, uh, you know, you know, if the, having that uh, under your belt would have been crazy. But, you know, one week later, you're kind of a road warrior. Uh, you travel out to the F- Grappler Fall Cra- Classic, uh, finishing third, losing to Fargo champ Nasir Bailey 4-2 to two in the semis. You know, watching you ride him out said a lot about your ability. But what did you take away most from competing against Nasir Bailey, which is ranked top five in the country? Um, yeah, when I saw that match, I mean, I didn't even know where I was. Like I was hoping to find out how, like, like I truly didn't know how good I was until like, until probably super 32, even like, I, I don't, I mean, I lost a loss. Like it was a four, two match, but I, I lost, right? yeah, he took me yeah. down twice. I mean, he, I had him broken. I mentally broke him in the third. He was calling injury time and I, <laughs> it was frustrating, uh, losing like that. I'd rather have him, you know, I, rather than not call injury time while fatigued, obviously, but that's, that's, that's the way it is. And um, hopefully I get that rematch soon. I mean, I feel like that, that wasn't too much of a turning point. I mean, I, I think I got like seven matches in that tournament. Um, I mean, it's good to know I lost. I didn't lose anyone bad. Like, obviously he's really good. He's arguably, some could say he's the best in the country, you know, in right. freestyle at least. Um, so I guess that was, that, that, that's that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. You, you kind of mentioned that and like, you were the NHSCA freshman champ, but I mean, now you're competing against some of the upperclassmen and, and you're kind of making your, your mark across the nation. So watching you wrestle in the Sear Bailey, I, I mean, before the match even happened, I'm like, damn, I'm like, I know Catchbone's good. And I know this is going to be a good match. And obviously, like you said, two takedowns and you, I mean, you only had two escapes, but uh, watching you mentally break him and uh, him needing some cold spray to, to fix that. Um, yeah, no, I said a lot about that anyways, but yeah, let's run this weekend back. Um, so Super 32 tournament, uh, one of the biggest high school tournaments in the country. A lot of people say it's the high school. It's like equivalent to NCAAs for high school. Uh, you entered the tournament as the 13th seed, winning your first four matches before falling to four seed Zeke Seltzer out of Indiana, six to four. I believe that was round of 16. Um, so walk us through that match. He gets the early takedown, and I believe he ends up with two more throughout the match. But you know, oddly enough, in your second match with him on the backside. You didn't give up a single takedown. You know, yeah, just tell us about that match. Again, he's a another top five opponent. You know, you just wrestled another top five opponent a month ago in Nasir Bailey. Um, Seltzer's a little different because he's obviously – um he's definitely um, – I feel like he's – I, I want to say he's more well-rounded than Bailey, like 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 folk style-wise, mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, he's very strong. Is yeah, He gets in on the legs, like – very very eat makes makes my shot defense look bad um the first match i i i don't know i i like i said i didn't know how good i was because like i didn't know how good i was and um i i think i i scored a takedown off an illegal move so in reality i lost by a lot more than six four i could have lost um six six two i don't know but um that match and then um that was so i got taken down i escaped i took him down with the with the with the shin wizard kick thing yeah 
Yeah, and um, and then he took me out. Yeah, that that was a good match. But um, after I, I just I went to bed. Uh, after that match, I um, I had a another win that day, and then I went home or to the Airbnb. I kind of laid in bed and thought like, let's just let's just do it. Let's just send it. Let's just go for it. Like who cares anymore? And then that's I, that's kind of what you did, right? Yep. And then uh, the next morning, I had a. Uh, an oh, nationally ranked kid i Basile. You know, yeah the ba- basil or whatever basil? he's committed to army i knew he was gonna be good and um yeah i went out i just i just went for it majored him and then uh who was after oh after he's, that he's was is y- or whatever he's yeah. um ranked third in the country fourth something like that and then um he um that 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 match i knew like he was gonna i i know for a fact he's better than me on my feet like i know that right now he is and um i knew that um if I was going to beat him, I had to beat him on the mat. And after the first period and he didn't take me down and wasn't really close to take, he, I think got on my legs once. And after that period, I was just like, I, I knew, and I just saw him, he was all frustrated. And when you're frustrated, you don't wrestle well. So, um, and I, and he was coming off a loss. So right after that win, I was just like, I was just thinking, let's just, let's just keep it rolling. Yeah. I mean, you, you talked about Seltzer being well-rounded and obviously use a Gary, uh, Emilio Uzigari, he's uh, out of Arizona, very valiant prep. For those that don't know, he did beat Nick Buzakis out in Fargo. But again, that's Fargo freestyle. Um, I think as far as well-rounded, I mean, your mat game obviously is, I believe, a lot a lot more superior than his, I would say. So yeah, you were leading one nothing going into the third, and he chose neutral, which again, you, he was flustered. You know, he hadn't been able to take you down and to going into the third um, you know, obviously he tried giving himself the most opportunities to, you know, get a takedown and, and beat you, but you know, how did, after fending him off and winning one to nothing, how did that win feel? I mean, one, because he was a highly ranked opponent and two, you know, that win guaranteed you a spot on the podium. Oh yeah. I, first of all, yeah, definitely placing in that tournament, just let alone, I was like, all right, well, I am with the top dogs now, let alone placing, but I did just beat one of one of the best, some say the best wrestler in the country. Well, he did just come off a loss, but I mean, he, if I can beat him, I, I feel like I can beat anybody considering he's um, obviously has a win over Bazakas. You know, I mean, I know freestyle is a whole different sport, but um, I, if you watch that match, he did break Bazakas if yeah. you watch that match. And um, yeah, after, after beating Isaguar, I felt, it felt good, but I was up, I was up pretty quick after against uh, Rivera. Rivera? Who, Six Rivera's nothing, very, right? Six nothing, no nine. Yeah, you you're up six nothing, I believe, in the third. I mean, you oh, beat him nine six. I was up six nothing, and he he turned it up a little bit. Um, he his coaches did a good job. He um he got a couple takedowns. Uh, I knew I was good. I, I started coasting. I I talked with my coaches afterward. They were like, you gotta you gotta finish matches better. You know, that's part of the experience of wrestling with these really top level guys. You gotta finish matches better. And um, after that, I wrestled Seltzer again. I walked out there just not caring. I, I knew I wasn't I wasn't losing that day, and um, got the first takedown. And then um, he he hit a funk roll. My knee slipped out for a second because I used to have that problem in eighth grade with my knees, and my knee slipped out. And I was thinking, ow, 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 ow. like I don't want to call injury time, but like I'm just like, ow, ow. And then he brought up the leg, and I didn't know what to do. So my my mind's just thinking broomstick, and I went for the broomstick. And then he. Uh, um, he got on top and his coaches are freaking out because I hit that illegal move in the match before and his coaches were not happy about it. And his coach was yelling and I'm, 
um, you could say, um, yeah, it was just confusing for, for Kellen wasn't, he didn't, he didn't connect the dots. That it was the same match. So he was thinking, why is this coach freaking out so much? And then afterward he, he, he connected the dots that like, Oh, that's the same guy that he, that he hit the move on. And, um, <laughs> after that, I really, I had to, I had to, um, take a minute with my knee and just make sure it's all good. We're all good. We're all set to wrestle. Um, I think I reversed him with short time in the first should have been back points. And then in the second, almost pinned him with a half didn't get backs. And then, um, I think I, yeah, I, I, he, I think he went for a, Oh, I put a boot in and then he rolled. I, I got the Turk got three points off the Turk. And then it was, it was seven, two from there. And then in the third, that's when I realized like, this is where you have to finish matches. And, um, I knew when I picked bottom, he was going to cut me and he cut me. And then, um, we uh, were on our feet and, um, he took a, he took a shot and I, I defended it well. I got on top. I think I rode him for, for about a minute, maybe a minute and a half to finish the match, which was, uh, which was nice. Yeah, no, obviously that's a solid win. I mean, avenging a loss in a tournament is great. And, you know, doing so by major is even better, but like before the match started mentally, like how did you approach that match knowing obviously it was a rematch from the day um, before? I was thinking now I know I'm good before I was just like, like there's a difference between fake confidence and like really knowing that you're like, you're good. Like I, like, I swear, like I, like I knew I was, like I was going to be good. I, I just wasn't sure if it was, if I was good enough, like at, um, at, to that point, you know? So, um, at first it was just, it was just a whole different, uh, it was just a whole different, uh, tone going into that after beating Yusuguir or whatever. And, um, that's when I realized like I can beat this dude. And I, the coaches were like, you, you should beat him by more than just a point cam. Like you should really beat him by a lot. And majoring him was, that was, a just a big step. Yeah. So like I kind of mentioned a little while ago that you gave up three takedowns first match and you, uh, you didn't give up a single takedown this match. And, you know, you also wrote them out, which you mentioned, um, you know, which to most of you guys, I mean, obviously it's not a big surprise, but for those that have watched your dad's match versus Joe Williams match on YouTube, um, anybody can tell you that the catch bones are tough on top. Um, but yeah, going into your third place match against Dario Lemus of Cali, you're trailing four to one going into the second. Now, if there's two things that people watching, you know, watched you the, during the tournament have learned, um, and it's one, just because your opponent has a lead, watch out because Cam Catchbone can put up a lot of points. And two, shooting on Cam Catchbone is a big mistake. Uh, what was your thought going into the second period trailing four to one? Um, we got some ground to cover and yeah. uh, my knee was the last match. There's no, there's no quitting me. And, um, I, um, I knew I had to, I had to dig deep for that. And I knew if, if he was that good in the first period, there's, there's no way he's that good in the second and third period if he's in the constellations. So, um, thinking that I'm thinking there's got it, you know, he, he took me, he, if you watch the match, he had two nasty takedowns. And, um, I knew I, like, you see, the match starts in the feet in the first period, the second and third, I get, I get my chance on the mat. I think I turned him once or twice and, took him down two times and once I um and before this before the second period um I was just just thinking I got I got ground to cover all right so finishing third at the super 32s knocking off several ranked opponents two being in the top five that'll put a lot of um college coaches on you know put you on a lot of coaches college coaches radars you know just two days after the tournament you commit to University of Michigan um you know tell us about your commitment and you know, why you, you chose to, uh, to, to commit right now? Um, I just think the time is right. I, I proved that I belong with the best in the country at, um, 
as, as a sophomore. So, and I'm, it's only up from here. You compare me to six, uh, this morning I'm ranked third in the country on flow, you know, not even what, what is it? So it's October. So about six months ago, I was ranked third in the state. I was third in the state six, six months ago. Now I'm third in the country. So if that doesn't, if that doesn't show anything, then, um, I don't know what does. And then even at Virginia beach, I got majored by a kid who didn't even place in my bracket, who, who got pinned by Basil, who I made, like, it's just, I got major. He took me down about six times, uh, Colton stone King from PA. And he didn't even, I don't even know if he made it to like the Conti round of, I don't know, like it wasn't, there's no comparison. And, um, me now compared to me, even at Fargo, like there's just, it's just a different, a different dog now. And me, I mean, I'll get smoked by the guy I'll be in two months. So. That's awesome. That's good to hear. I mean, obviously the, uh, the levels of improvement, um, are, you know, taking you to the right spot. Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk about your, your backstory on Michigan. You know, you've been a fan of Michigan Wolverines for quite some time now, and that's for, for good reason. Um, your dad had wrestled there, but kind of just talk us about that. Um, Michigan's just, that's just, that's just, it's Michigan. You know, that's, that was my dad's school. It's down in my basement where I, where I train and work out. It's, it's a Michigan mat. It's a, it's just, Michigan's just like, what it is i root for michigan football team every weekend i it's just michigan's just it's just always been my favorite do you feel that like committing now obviously you know it's the right choice i know it's the right choice right i mean i saw guys like sean bormet uh coach sean bormet mike amin uh cliff clean wrestling club those kind of people retweeting and tweeting my stuff um uh, my tweets on uh, throughout the tournament, you know, Cam Catcherbone's on fire. Cam Catcherbone scores a lot of points, all this stuff. I knew, like, you know, you were probably on their radar as well. But, uh, you know, does it take some pressure off knowing, you know, like you said, a year ago you were third in state. But now that you're third in the nation, the college coaches are on you. It, it takes some pressure off knowing you don't have to focus on making a college commitment in the next few years. All you got to focus on is wrestling and getting better. Um, uh, Pressure. Um, I, I feel like that part hasn't even hit me yet considering that. I haven't had a, had a workout since the tournament. I, I just, um, I've, I've been recovering and messed up my leg a little bit. Um, just, just haven't even thought about that. You know, it's just, it's just, I, I'd say it is a relief. Yes. Considering not only that it's, uh, I don't have to worry about colleges, but that it's, um, that it's Michigan. I've got to uh, bring up a Michigan story. Um, I don't know, probably five, six, seven years ago, we went down to the Virginia beach uh, for the nationals, NHSC nationals. And we were eating dinner at a, um, I don't know, Murphy's Irish pub, uh, which is right across from our hotel. And we're sitting in there and, uh, Joel bear, uh, Carter bears dad. He's like, that looks like Joe McFarlane. I'm like, it kind of does, doesn't it? So we kind of go up to him. We talk, make small talk. We're talking to the division one wrestling coach, Michigan university. Great guy. Right. I mean, it's, you probably can't go up to a college basketball coach and just make small talk with him. But this guy, you know, we made small talk. I kind of had a nickname, still have a nickname, brain just because obviously I know a lot of stuff about wrestling and stuff but uh two years later we're at the tournament and Joe McFarland's there you know I walk up to him say hey coach how's it going he says hey brain how's it going so it was kind of funny like two years go by I see coach Mark Farland again and you know he knows the nickname that I had but uh it just kind of speaks to I mean I guess the wrestling community in itself but you know Michigan as well but yeah, let's talk about your dad. So he was a three-time All-American. He wrestled 167 for the Wolverines. Now you're just 132 pounds and only a sophomore. You know, I don't know if you're kind of going through any growth or or have trouble making 132. But you know, where can we expect to see you this season? Uh it, it depends because I I heard there's new certification rules this year, and I don't 
you know, I don't need to cut. Like, I don't cut a lot. I don't cut much more than 10 pounds. I sound like right now I'm probably 38 and a half. If I stepped on the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, I 132 isn't too bad. You know, it's, I guess I didn't cut weight well for this tournament because I did it in like probably three day period. You know, I was a little miserable on the plane and there's nothing worse than, than being on the plane and just, and just your mouth is just dry and you're a little anxious because you're just trying to get there and you just want to chill. And it's, I guess that makes it feel a little worse, but um, maybe 132, 134, like um, we're trying to get into Ironman and Powerade. I'm not sure how that's going. Hopefully I'm at Ironman. Um, get a match in with um with uh Bizakis. I heard he's going and um hopefully yeah hopefully 32 you know I I was 26 was probably the worst cut of my life for journeyman which could have been part of the reason I didn't wrestle well I don't I don't, I don't even know myself um that and um uh one time like I, I wrestled 135 in April for for NHSA and I remember that not being fun. I remember that almost probably felt worse than, um, well, probably because it was a long car ride, but that almost felt worse than making 32 for, for super 32. So I, I'm not sure. It depends how the certification cer- certification goes November 20th. Yeah. That is uh, interesting that you say that because you're, you're talking about maybe going to Ironman and Powerade and those tournaments out of state. Um, but PJ Duke, I believe made an announcement that he plans on going 132 this year, more so just to, you know, have more competition. And I, I believe he wants to crack at Buzakis as well. Um, obviously, if we have P.J. Duke versus Cam Catcherbone, you know, 132 New York State finals, that'd be pretty wild. Um, you know, guys, just kind of talk us about the goals that you have for this season coming up. And, you know, I believe I looked at the New York Wrestling News article, and I think you said you want to wrestle in who's number one by your, your senior year. Uh, yes, definitely. Um, I do. I, I plan on going to the world team trials this year. Definitely got a lot of freestyle to work on, you know, but um, I know it can scrap and um, it's all wrestling at the end of the day. So, so that's that. And then uh, I do want to wrestle who's number one by the, by the end of my senior year, maybe next year, who knows? Well, we'll see how the, uh, how the journey continues. And if, you know, obviously it'll get harder, whatever, however much bigger I get, you know, it's, if I'm 132 next year, I could just, I could swear to you, I'll be at, at who's number one, but I'm sure it'll be a lot different at 38 or 45. So that that's a big factor. And, um, and, and yeah, so a match with PJ would be fun and it would, uh, it would be, uh, it would be good to figure out where I am with him considering he is um, most definitely the best wrestler in the country at 126. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, even if it's not at Ironman, I guess maybe uh, the Eastern States, I know usually that's like a plus four, I mean, obviously it's after Christmas, but it's usually like a plus oh, yeah, four I will because be there. I will be there. Yeah. So people, I mean, obviously Mincing Valley is always there as well. Um, so yeah, maybe we can see a, a super match there and no, actually come to think of it. Wyoming seminary usually goes there as well. So maybe we don't even have to leave the state, right? Maybe we can just go down to Lock yeah, Sheldrick, maybe. New York. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so okay, one more question before we go, you, you mentioned it yourself from third in the state to third in the country. I got to ask what one piece of advice would you give to a wrestler who's trying to go through that jump in experience or not even in experience, but in levels, right? I mean, from one year to the next year, you, you've made significant strides. Um, definitely just, just stay focused and you gotta, you trust the grind, you know, it's hard to trust that that's one part of the COVID that was hard. Like it's hard to trust the grind and trust the process when, when you're, um, when, when there's no, there's, there's no way to prove how good you are when you're just, you're not competing. You're just, um, you're just training. And um, one thing I would say is definitely trust the process, uh, stay focused, 
um, definitely enjoy, enjoy the process. Um, you got to develop a mindset. It's more than just being motivated. Like you can't always be motivated. It's impossible to just always be motivated. We got to be disciplined. You have to, you have to want it. You have to, you have to identify your goals, you know, and, um, you have to accept the losses, the, the bumps and, um, and, uh, it's, it, it's a long road, I'd say, but, um, a lot can change in a short amount of time. And it's a, it's a lonely road. It, it's a lonely road to, uh, to, to get to the top. So almost there. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, keep plugging away. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, any shout outs? Any shout outs? Uh, I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't even be close to, to this, to this commitment to, um, to this, to this state of, um, of, of my national level right now without Kellen, without Kyle McGregor, um, the LaPlante family, um, obviously my father and my family, um, all my, uh, my real friends who believe in me, Donovan, Donovan Sutton, a, a real supporter. He, he motivates me. Um, he always, he always believed in me before I even, before States, before anything, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't even, I would dream, like, I would just like dream about this type of stuff, you know, like my goal was to, to be ranked on flow at, by the end of the year. And now I'm ranked third on flow. And, um, um, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, Donovan Sutton's OG supporter of everyone. I just got to throw that out there. Zach and I have mentioned it uh, yeah, you know, a lot, I guess, probably. Um, but yeah, Donovan's, uh, he's always in everyone's corner. Awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, good luck this year. Hopefully we have a normal season. Um, I'm sure I'll see you down in Eastern States. I'll be there as well. Um, but yeah, appreciate you coming on. Thanks again for listening to more wrestling. Thank you. Yep. Peace out. God bless.